Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Christmas is coming and the Football Ramble and Audible.co.uk would like to give you a present. Be it I Partridge, We Need to Talk About Alan by Alan Partridge or The Lost World by Michael Crichton, you can claim a free audiobook on us. To claim it, just go to audible.co.uk slash footballramble and sign up for a free one-month trial with no obligation to continue. Merry Christmas. Empty your bags, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Football Ramble. Good to have you here. My name's Marcus and Pete's with me. Empty your bags, Luke is dead. <laughs> Jim's here. Luke's dead again. Luke, Luke's dead. Oh, it's that time of year where people get ill. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, get off his back now. And, and he has a lot more facial hair than everyone else, so there's loads of things that live in there. Exactly. Yeah. Like mice and disease. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right then, let's begin by saying that Glenn Johnson is currently studying for a degree in maths. Glojo. Glojo <laughs> Very excellent Oh Glenn Johnson Studying for a degree in maths Well done that oh, man um, He is halfway through The second year Of an open university degree um, This has prompted me To ask Hang on aren't Open university degrees That's like So pretty much through The first year Of a normal degree then Is that right Well it's part time isn't it So presumably I, I bet that's more a lot maths longer. degree Than you've got Pete <laughs> Get Glojo's back This is a professional footballer Into higher education Yeah it's, I've got my GCSE That's all I need Good um, Kids. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you, can, uh, you can reach the dizzying highs of a middling radio presenter. <laughs> middling to mediocre. Middling to fair, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, you do voiceover work as well. Let's just talk about yeah. what Pete does. Just read, read out stuff off a bit of paper, innit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on the telly. That's what I'm currently doing. Uh, which person from the fabulous world of football do you think would make a good university lecturer? And for an extra point, what would they teach? Pete. Well, I'm going for the literal uh, uh, Oliver Beerhoff has got a uh, degree in uh, economics and he's good at headers as well. Right. So, oh, yeah, okay. I'd sort economics of take him. and headers. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd also, uh, or I'm, I'd, I'd take it like I'd take two. I'd have David Weatherall as well as my lecturer. They'd sort of, they'd want to do practical, want to do, um, you know, the uh, the essays and stuff. Why David Weatherall? Well, he's got a chemistry good degree, and he only, and he's very Economics fair. And... He's very fair, yeah. And he only got one red card in his uh, life, in his footballing life, which, right. is, which in a litmus test is acidic, and he'd know that. <laughs> good. <laughs> Can't argue that. So, an economics and chemistry degree. Yeah, it's useful. The, it would be non- useful, economics yeah. of football and the chemistry of the grass. Mm-hmm. A clear career path there, Jim. Mm, uh, for me, um, I would um, have Joey Barton. Yes, teaching French <laughs> <laughs> in his own special way. Good. Yes. Same things like the French word for armadillo is armadillo, you know, <laughs> and such. For three years, just for three years. Of that. <laughs> three years. Would that be one of your core animals that you teach someone? Yeah, I don't know why I've said armadillo. <laughs> 
I think I was going Rabbit. through the alphabet to just Labby. pick things out of the air. <laughs> I, can, I can remember a good friend of mine and I, um, when we were trying to learn a bit of Spanish, because there's, uh, you know, you get the tapes and, and, yeah. and all that, all the, all the CDs, should I say. Um, and there was a website which was, which was um, quite good, and we were looking for websites just to get us started. Mm. And there was one that was like, would teach you words like watering can and stuff in <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> but just like really obscure. You've like, never it, had an exotic cocktail in a French bar. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not. Um, uh, Harry Redknapp, uh, Economics. Hey. And we'll leave that there we right go. there. Right there. Um, uh, Honourable mention, Kevin Keegan at a clown school. Oh! Yeah. Come on now. Oh, come on. That's not very nice. Well, it's... Hairdressing, surely. God, if Luke was here, we'd be all over this. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'd um, like to think that he'd, when he did get hit in the head in that lay by that his car doors did fall off. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. You, you're then joining the Newcastle team <laughs> came out. <laughs> you, you, you were meant to be with Keegan. You're joining Jim and, and uh, Luke now. Well, if you can't beat him. Then equalise. Uh, Jim, <laughs> uh, you've got the podcast. Oh, cheers, mate. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Premier League, it happened again uh, on the weekend, and the Manchester derby took place. Mm. Uh, Manchester United won it 3-2. What a game. That was brilliant, wasn't it? What a game. Rooney with a double. Certainly the back end of the game was very feisty, oh, wasn't it? Oh, my goodness. Fun. Was it just... What did the best team win, Pete? Uh, I thought... Torrey played particularly well. Yeah. And, uh, but it there was a lot of drop passes. I think that was. Um, no, but there was some exceptional quality in the goals and stuff. Yeah. Well. The, the cities, uh, cities. Was it the first goal where it was? It, it took them about nine goes to get it. I think it was when it was <laughs> yeah. Torrey's goal. Yeah. Well, the, the, the build-up play from Tevez. Mm. You know, where it seemed like he'd lost it and he hung onto it and just sprayed it back out again. It was brilliant. There's one of those. You know, lesser teams. That's like, oh, there's been a chance. Oh, the chance has gone, but they just hung on and kept yeah. forcing other chances. Z- Zabaleta should have been off the field for me. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of, and there was the, there was a point where I think Torre like took it down the left, and two Man United players just slid in like morphos, yeah. and he just roared both the tackles. And he wanted the uh, the advantage played, but the referee didn't mm. give it, which I thought was uh, a little bit silly, personally. It is one of those games, isn't it, Manchester Derby, where um, tackles do fly in, but mm. it's but I think but they're people... crowd pleasers in matches like that. Though, yeah, they are. But I think the people are so determined to, to carry on like Turo probably was um, that he doesn't occur to him alright if I just I can just go down here and get someone sent off or something like that you know, they, they are, are that determined there's so much riding on the game for Rooney's second one Colo Turo looked a lot like a car salesman impersonating a footballer <laughs> hey. there you go yeah. oh excellent Jim you've got the points again oh brilliant that's never happened before um, uh, what, uh, Balotelli Oh yeah, he's not trying, is he? No, he it's, it, it's a question of commitment for me. <laughs> but enough about Luke Miller. Oh, hey, uh, got him, got him. No, I, I thought the, the first couple of the first few minutes, I thought he looked quite uh, sparky and quite uh, interested. But it was just, it was just he, he did a couple of misplaced back heels, and you know that's not yeah. gonna, that's going to get the crowd on your back, really. And uh, but is it, uh, the problem with Mancini is dragging him off so early in the second half. You're mm. not really giving him any sort of. Yeah, but it's, it's, oh, it's only ever going to end badly, it's, isn't it? But at 2-0, they needed a But chance. do you remember, he, he got his starting place for me because how, of how well he played against Manchester United last season. He played yeah. really, really well against them, and that's how he, he, he got it. And he, but there's other players, like um, Aguero was poor until Tevez came on for me. I thought yeah. they were quite anonymous. <laughs> Nasri for the free, you know, for the free kick. Oh, my goodness, just, yeah. oh, there was lots of examples of players playing really badly in that side. But mm. because Bal- Balotelli's a bit of a headline writer, everyone just focuses on him, but... You know, Mammy Mancini did silver say, oh. for the second goal as well. Just, uh, just complete lack of any sort of concentration. Yeah, but they they have looked as though they've switched off a bit. City that is 
you know, that's why Manchester United have got so many trophies. You know, they mm. won they won the title, and as Gary Neville said, they never get complacent. Right, win it again. Mm. Yeah, they'd never get that kind of. Um, they would never relax and and, and never cause, cause your own height. Was Ferguson just you, wouldn't let them do yeah. that? And yeah. Chelsea under Mourinho as well were, were, were quite similar. Yeah. But but Manchester City, no team has ever won a championship on natural ability alone. Mm. And you know, it's, it looks almost as if the City players believe that believe you know that they're so talented and good that they can maybe put in less effort. Or, I don't know, maybe maybe. If it's a but I think also, thing, I think I, I think it is because it's Manchester City that. Um, you know, Manchester United have been the big boys, and for them to finally um, get that title for, mm. for so mm. many years, there is a kind of a ah, two fingers, woo, and and mm. and it's right, that attitude still hung over. Yeah, that is that, that attitude, attitude that, that that makes you drop off. You know, it's like um, for any cricket fans out there, you know, the England cricket team in the Ashes or something. England win the Ashes eventually after so many years, seventeen years or whatever, and all absolutely bask in the glory. And the Aussies go right. Let's make sure we hammer them in the next one. And they do. You know, mm, yeah. it's, it is that kind of attitude. Yeah. And City, okay, they're they're still up there this season, but that's because they have exceptional players. Yeah. But they they have dropped off. I mean, Champions League. I mean, look, yeah, it's the worst performance of, of an English side, I believe. In yeah, the Champions good, League. They didn't win a game, did they? It's good so. to see uh, Gareth Barry getting so really angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's being charged for, by the FA for uh, being too furious. Being too furious, I think. <laughs> no. Too fast, too furious. You can't uh, accuse him of not caring because <laughs> we know that anger means that um, <laughs> passion, isn't it? Exactly. exactly. He's frankly, he, he, he does look uh, a little bit clueless at times because he's so one-footed. When he looks mm. bad, he looks really bad. When he looks good, he looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> Short passing. That's his. Uh, that's the key there. But it was a great win for Manchester United. Um, and and after going two uh, 0 up and being pegged back to two all, Robin van Persie mm. popped up with a goal. Should Joe Hart have done better? We got th- unlucky. It was a deflection off Semin Nazir, wasn't it? So mm. you know, I think Hart was probably already in the air by the time the, he, he, he dived. Mm. You know, it's, 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 it's nestled right in the corner. I think it's that's harsh on Joe Hart. He just. He didn't see. He didn't really have a chance to sort of settle himself, did he? Before he had to do the dive effectively. Yeah, he ran over, and they went, "Oh God, <laughs> crap!" But uh, yeah, he he didn't look too comfortable a, a long time uh, during the, the the first half. As I recall, I remember he came out on the on the side to mm. was it to header a ball out mm. or, or, or kick it out or something, and it just it was so unnecessary for him. I know he's a very confident, um, you know, outfield player, but you don't need to be. You know, put yourself under so Hart's best like performances have been in the Champions League this season, where mm. he's performed exceptionally mm. well. Do you think that's because he had so much more to do? Well, <laughs> perhaps, well, perhaps. And I think also when you're at the Bernabeu or um, Borussia Dortmund are bearing down on you, you, mm. you need you to know right, you're going to be the focus. The you know you're going to be yeah. the focus of a lot of the actions. Exactly. And Roy Keane made a good point um, when England were away at Poland, and the, the rain provided the fabulous entertainment that evening when mm. it was called off. And he said he just felt that this season Hart has slightly just turned off a bit you know he's not at 100% Mm. like he was was the previous season Uh, and and the the goal in that game the Polish goal again he came for the cross and didn't quite make Mm. it and there has been a few errors but where is in the Champions League They've been up against it, and Hearts needed to perform, and mm. he has performed very well in the Premier League. Again, we go back to: have they just switched off a bit? But he's, he's a young player, and it's a, it's, it's an education. He's a youngish player, and it's an education for him to a certain mm. extent. You know, it, it, 
he'll realise this season that you know he hasn't put his best performances in and he'll need to rectify that for the uh, 20, um, 2012 no 2013-2014 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. season Jiminy Cricket Jiminy um, but yeah great win for, for Manchester United uh, nevertheless uh, another 3-2 that happened on the weekend was Liverpool when they went away to West Ham they mm. won um, Glenn Johnson scoring a great Glo-Jo. goal uh, a Glojo and, uh, and Joko scoring against the Royal Club good win for Liverpool they get a little yeah. bit of momentum well I thought that, that with Suarez missing and West Ham being quite good I thought that might be you know home win there but um, no they did they did well to fight back from that um, Gerrard's goal excellent wasn't it lovely header <laughs> great technique it's a strange one isn't it really strange yeah <laughs> not a player that has scored many own goals I wouldn't have thought that's usually Jamie Carragher's role yeah in the team because he only scores goals that are leathered absolutely (laughs) maybe he's sort of forgotten how and he's just just wanted to get one even at the wrong end just to get (laughs) a reminder of that feeling yeah okay yeah yeah directed into the corner Mm. Glenn Johnson's goal was great he loves a cut inside Mm. yeah he scored scored a lot of goals like that they're normally lower than that Mm. I think isn't that the third time in a row he scored against West Ham when he's played against them or something I think I heard that in commentary but my goodness it's odd yeah but uh, yeah nice to see Joe Cole scoring again as well because it looked like his Liverpool career and indeed his football career might be over yeah it really did shocking Performance in the Europa League, lovely, um, lovely goal as well. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the lack of celebration against former clubs? Because I think um, you used to see it very rarely back in the day, which made it quite sincere. If, yeah. a, if a player was really attached to that club, and you know when Henrik Larsson scored for Barcelona against Celtic, for example. Yeah. But is it just a bit? Too far nowadays. Too pofer. Yeah. That you're just not allowed to. It's just not the done thing. Yeah, exactly. I, no, I think I think it's still especially a nice with like really journeyman footballers. Well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think what's what's really annoying about it for me is how the Emmanuel Adebayor didn't do. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd block that one out. Um, <laughs> as I say, for me, it's when you know the players' teammates won't let them not celebrate. It's like they jiggle yeah, their jump. limbs around, <laughs> and make them do it. <laughs> Come on, they're the, not celebrating. It's obvious what they're trying to do. You kiss must kiss the badge for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one good thing about international football, you don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you want. Yeah, score against your own country. <laughs> the former Yugoslavia team yeah. players. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, so uh, well, well done, Liverpool. Shame for West Ham. They, 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 well, they were talking about momentum. They, they built some up themselves. Yeah. Um, but still, it wasn't a, a terrible performance. And no, Liverpool have been playing no, good, well losing, for quite some time, but they just haven't had the results for me. Losing yeah, the Yama is massive for West Ham. Oh, what a shame. Them, it's what a, a shame. Real nasty looking hamstring injury. Just sort of. Just popped. Well, and Andy Carroll as well. Yeah, but no, but Carroll was um, you know wasn't allowed to play against Liverpool. Yeah. Anyway, anyway was he? Is Andy Carroll a little bit injury prone? Dare I say? He does pick up a few, doesn't he? Yeah, he's very tall. I can't imagine how long his hamstrings there's more, are. Yeah, there's <laughs> more stuff to bang yourself on. You always <laughs> 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 pick up knocks around the house, you know. <laughs> Andy Carroll out of that head injury <laughs> when you're off your face on corkies or VKs. <laughs> Careful. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's good advice for him. <clears throat> um, let's go to uh, Goodison Park, where Everton beat Spurs two one. Great win right at the end. <laughs> they, oh, Stephen Pienaar celebrated it against his old club, didn't he? <laughs> well, I think uh, yeah, he did. Uh, good old, lad, his good old lad. club, new club. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, what was so nice about that um, from Everton's point of view is they've we've talked about them dropping points with drawing games and, and and so on, and they got the equaliser. Oh, thank goodness! And then they yeah. bloody won it, and <laughs> yeah. Moyes was on the pitch celebrating <laughs> like it was 1999. It's nice to see Yelovich get goals. Well, it's been a while. It has been a while. Great reflex. Yeah, mm. great. Really, really uh, 
I was about to say reflexology. I was going down a Prince theme there, two yeah. song <laughs> titles in a row. <laughs> but they they just dig it out, don't they, Everton? They really, really do. They just, just they seem to be keeping up the stamina for mm. this period of the season where it's so easy for teams to drop off. I mean, look at West Brom. You mm. know, they've started uh, kind of you know falling away a bit now. But Everton, uh, you know, Emirates is a tough place to go. <laughs> Sometimes it is. <laughs> um, but you don't get too patronising. Oh, I'm so glad for them. But I am really glad for them. No, but it, I think it's three games without a win now, though, isn't it? West Brom. Yeah, yeah, great for Everton. Um, well, let's move on to West Brom. They, they drew. Uh, they didn't. They um, they lost to Arsenal two 0 Of course, two penalties. Cazorla dived, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he did, didn't he? Um, it he really was, but it was from one angle. It's a, it's a good dive. From another angle, it's a terrible dive. I know. It's a, it's such a shame because he's a brilliant player, <laughs> and and you're reminded that when he has the ball at his feet and he threads beautiful passes, uh, great touch. Uh, you, you think, yeah, he's grown up in that Spanish footballing culture. <laughs> and forgive me for stereotyping, when he does that, you think, yeah, he was brought up in that <laughs> culture. Where, where that is a well, little, it is a little bit more. Wrong. Was it was it Winston Reid or Stephen Reid? Stephen Reid. Uh, that um, that was involved in the incident. From what I know of Stephen Reid, he is um, he's quite the martial artist. So my is theory is that his reflexes are so quick that he did actually foul Cazorla, uh-huh. but none of us could see it. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. so ninja-like. Because he's the second Dan. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Sh- shut up, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I stand. Shut up, co- physics and the I, world. I, I, I stand corrected clearly and can only apologise. Um, Oxley Chamberlain. Um, he won the second penalty. That was a foul. But did he foul? Um, yeah. Yes, he did. And also, Per Mertesacker got away with a blatant handball in the box. We, mm. I don't know how we won that game. <laughs> a fortunate three points. What I liked, actually, Arteta's penalties. He did something which I always wonder why footballers don't do more with penalties. He put it down the middle, but side-footed it, um, but didn't dink it, didn't smash mm. it. When he when he shapes up um, to run like that, I always wonder why players don't do that more. Put it down the middle because you look. If you, you if you're side footing yes. it, you look like you're going to put it in the corners. Correct. Mm. But if you put it down the middle, the keeper's already done his dive. Yeah, because if you look, at, if you run up and you're going to smash it, the, the the chances are you could be hammering it down the middle. Yeah. But nobody, you either smash it or dink it down the middle. Mm. Nobody places it down the middle. And so, yeah. I, well, advice well for the modern Premier League football. Our well <laughs> penalties getting uh, um, <laughs> side footy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but another uh, great win. Um, for an away side on the weekend was Norwich away to Swansea 4-3 four, 4-3 three. Three. Stephen Whittaker with his first since uh, signing for Rangers I think he'll have a good time there actually he likes to get involved in, in the goals that's one of those games where if you'd somehow avoided the scores mm. um, and you sat down for match of the day <laughs> and you saw that S- Swansea Norwich was first you'd go Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a game. You get, get a two, whatever. You're like, why's this going to end? Yeah. Like when Portsmouth end? beat Norwich seven, f- uh, when Portsmouth beat um, Reading, Reading seven, seven four, four or whatever it was, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, Never yeah. stopped. I mean, it wasn't quite up to that standard, but it was. It was a brilliant. Well, when game. it's so it much skill on display, so a lot of lot of uh, rattled crossbars, a lot of flicks, a lot of skill. Grant Holt scored oh. a header. Oh, didn't he? <laughs> um, uh, I, well, yeah, you're absolutely right. And when, another goal for Besong as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, brilliant. Um, what was? Oh, some again racist abuse. Yeah, oh, for crying out loud! Grow up. Uh, yeah, done. Um, but what? Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. When that okay, that game co- uh, comes on and you see Norwich, they go two 0 up and three 0 up in the first half. You think, oh, what's <laughs> going on here? Um, uh, Meet you uh, amongst the goals as well. God, what, what a player! Thirteen goals he's got now. It's yeah. Ridiculous how good he is. Mm. I'm seeing everybody talk about their bloody fantasy. I've got him in the fantasy football league. <laughs> 
I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care anymore. Don't talk to those people. Yeah. <laughs> what a strange insight into Lovely the daily kick. routine of Pete Donaldson. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely free kick from Snodgrass. Yep. Yeah. Snodders. He's uh, made the step to the Premier League uh, quite very well. Quite yeah. well. Um, uh, ooh, what else have we got from the Premier League roundup? It's Fulham 2, Newcastle United 1. Our very own Pete Donaldson was there. I was. I Fulham. wasn't in the neutral stand either. F- so I had to keep quiet. Where were you? Did you? I was which, in, uh, which stand? Uh, what's the one on the, on the right hand side? If you're facing from the neutral stand, um, the from the right, so that would be the uh, Johnny Haynes stand. Yes, the Johnny Haynes stand. Uh, and oh, the wooden seats. Yes, the wooden seats. Ghastly things. That, the whole stand. I mean, there's there's braces that they've added to the joists in the top of the stand. I'm looking at, <laughs> and I'm looking at it, and it's all bent. I'm like, yeah, that's coming down one day. <laughs> this oh, yeah, stand is coming down one day. What a, what a day it'll but, be, though. Uh, but yeah, there was a, there was a lad uh, quite close to me who was uh, who jumped up when um, Ben Arthur Hatem bomb scored his goal, and uh, and then. I, and it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can do that in a, 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 like a Fulham match because you know Fulham are Fulham. But then there was some two proper naughty lads behind him. Just going, just fucking get out! You get out! Get out now! I'll get! I'll, I'll cut you! I'll cut you! I'll fucking cut you! And I was thinking, yeah, I'm supposed to be at Chelsea. I, 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 I'm Chelsea but the best thing, the highlight was for me was uh, you know I, apart from seeing Bovatov, just some of his. Oh. The ball was like a million miles in the sky, and he just take it down on his toe. He, what a lovely player to watch! Yeah. What a footballer! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but um, that's incidentally, like when people say Berbatov, oh, he plays the game at his place, and it's too. No, no, that's how the game should, should be, be played. played. Yeah. Everyone else has got it wrong. Yeah. If the you want a fag break, you have a fag break. Yeah. <laughs> not even that. He could drink tea. He really could drink tea. <laughs> not spill a drop. Just balancing the cup of tea on on his left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just. Just floating into the air to cushion it with his right. <laughs> yeah, and he was wearing tights as well. He was wearing tights. Uh, I think Tiote was as well. The wonderful uh, moment where uh, there was uh, two two fully grown adults in front of me mm. uh, eating an advent calendar. I was looking going, what are they eating? They are eating an advent calendar. <laughs> Fulham FC, hang your head. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. I like uh, that. Dear. Did but you see the Michael Jackson statue? Oh no, it was the I other just, side. It's the other side. Yeah, yeah, Have you no. seen it yet? No, I've not seen it yet. No. Oh, it's. A I imagine I would say, "Is this it?" Or "This is it?" <laughs> is yeah, this yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But uh, the match itself, it, it's, it's a weird one. I, I don't, don't know why Newcastle United just keep on. Um, people like Jonas was terrible. Were terrible. We we're kind of relying on Santon and Simpson to get the ball in the box and stuff. But I, I, I actually went home and looked at our heading um, stats for last season, and we're like. <laughs> Four. It was like we scored bad. like we scored like eight goals yeah. on the head. So I don't know why we keep persisting on you know mm. on whipping the ball in because we're just not that kind of well, team. It was, the, it was the perfect game for them. Then knock it on long to Berbatov. You can't head Newcastle can't head the ball, and he's just going to. And Hangalan's massive as oh, well. He is, yeah. <laughs> um, what was going to say? I mean, should Fulham had the game out of sight though? Yeah, they they, they beat our our, our defence were in absolute bits. Even like Colaccini, like he, he's got no legs, and in a foot race to, with a, a, a lot of the uh, players mm. up top, they're just doing us. Duff was on fire. Yeah, he always is against Newcastle. Isn't roundly he? booed. I was like, somebody tweeted that's, that's said, when he said, why, why did he get why did he get booed? It's like, well. Uh, he left after one match of the championship, and also he does us over every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle, uh, in the last three seasons, though, including <laughs> this one, um, Newcastle have lost there. I, yeah, I can't. And, and I think we, we were at the we were at the really heavy one in January, weren't we? we, 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 we five lost two. five two, mm. where you know we played all right first half, they got a bit windy, and then just we just felt the bits really. So yeah, yeah. but it's, it's a funny, it's a fun, it's well, a funny. Yeah, outcome, Newcastle struggling only four points above the relegation zone. Yeah. But but then Fulham, I mean, both teams needed to win this. Fulham's first yeah. winning eight. Mm. 
Dear, oh dear. Yeah. There we are. But before we leave the Premier League, we must talk um, about the uh, the chat that's been going on. There's talk of nets being put up at uh, either end of the grounds behind the goals. Yeah, you couldn't get a uh, coin through that, could you? In, uh, no, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, because uh, in the Manchester derby, Rio Ferdinand was, was hit with a coin. That was oh, it was horrible to no. see but that. It was more the fact that when it f- immediately happened, it, he put his he did a Ravinelli, but it looked like he'd messed it up and slapped himself in the face or poked himself <laughs> in the eye. Yeah, I was laughing my head off, and then suddenly blood started pouring from his eyes. I was like, what the hell just <laughs> happened? Blood will stop laughter. Do you, <laughs> net, nets encourage blow darts. <laughs> it's an easy thing to just nest one on. Isn't somebody, it? Not, as, not as a rule. But somebody tweeted. Somebody tweeted um, <laughs> yesterday, which you know is not not right, but it didn't make me laugh. When I was, I think it was something. When I was eight, I, I got Roy Keane with a soft mint. I am gutted. <laughs> really made me laugh. Just Roy Keane and a soft mint <laughs> in the library. The soft mint just disintegrating on impact. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you not even notice it? Um, yeah, I, yeah I, I remember when uh, I first saw um, Nets at Ground. I was in, uh, I was at Ajax Stadium having a having a tour mm. with the rest of the tourists. No, it wasn't just me. And uh, let me in. Yeah, it was before the ramble. There <laughs> 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 they are. <laughs> but the away fans, they have um, a net around them. But he said because like some proper around stuff around them. Is in the section. Oh, okay. right. Yeah, not each one of them. Yeah, like, it's not like a mosquito net. <laughs> you know? And uh, and he said that was put in because some proper stuff was was, was chucked over, yeah. especially when Feyenoord were there. Like, and yeah, yeah, mopeds and pigs heads, all, all that kind of <laughs> jargon. And uh, he said that. Um, <laughs> when it stopped he said football fans will find anything because then the, the Ajax fans arm themselves with like tomato ketchup will squirt <laughs> <laughs> absolutely anything sounds fans, like you need to wrap the players in nets yeah exactly yeah. the football fans are just pathetic absolutely <laughs> I, I remember watching a match at Hartlepool once and, um, and Joe Allen was playing and somebody because he was a fat fucker the, the original Joe Allen not, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, new one, not the new one not the one at Liverpool not Joe Allen 2.0 uh, and somebody <laughs> threw a Mars bar into the goal net and he picked it I'm just eating it. Yeah, it's class, that. <laughs> like in the middle of a third division match. <laughs> well, there was a goalkeeper um, for Middlesbrough called. Oh, what's his name? It's something. Forgive me, Middlesbrough fans. But it's a classic name. I think he was a Scottish guy. Right. He's something like Willie Wiggum or something like that. It's a brilliant, brilliant old name. And he would encourage the fans to throw him a cigarette so he could have a drag while they're up the other end. Of the <laughs> I mean, this is from a bygone era of football. Yeah. But he was he was quite because my uncle's a Middlesbrough fan, and he and he told me that um, he I I think that's what his name is, but uh, I can't remember. It's the Berbatov pace. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said uh, what he would sometimes do, like he'd sit on the crossbar and stuff if, okay, if, right, if yeah, the game was down yeah. the other end because it would take them half an hour to get up if it, with that <laughs> leather ball you know um, and also he was that ugly that he was that classic um, little anecdote of uh, you know if mothers wanted to keep their children away from the fireplace they'd put a picture of Willie Wickham <laughs> by the you know oh marvellous oh, throwing things there. is fine yeah. <laughs> but they're so in a, in a bygone era but then yeah. they're, also they're on to fire <laughs> they're smoking at one end go for it if you put up next Premier League we'll find a way through is what I'm saying but then they're also talking about um, uh, standing. standing back in the thing as well because there was obviously that um, quite yeah. recent Bundesliga um, protest the tw- where they stayed quiet in the first 12 minutes oh, and yeah. I can't remember which club manager got really upset about it because he thought it was personal to him <laughs> <laughs> how dare you but it was all about like the Bundesliga clubs want to um, want to turn everything into uh, all-seaters because because you can charge more money, basically. Oh, they want to be all seasons, though. Well, I think a few, I think a few clubs have uh, have done it, and I think and and heavier policing and, and more um, and like metal detectors and stuff like that. It all kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. But I mean, in in this country, I think 
stuff like the Taylor Report never ever said that um, it, it's intrinsically dangerous to have a standing football ground they just recommended that it might be a little yeah. bit easier to police and stuff and the main the crux of the actual report was all about the policing itself wasn't it mm. so it's, there's no reason why we mm. couldn't go back to standing there's, you know there's, there's pressure bars and stuff you can you can have at the end of the day if you don't if you let the required amount of people in mm. we, and, and on the turnstiles you know it, it, it's kind of I wouldn't see a problem with it per se nowadays because it's just it's just one of those, like there's smart cards the, the cards there's way of ways mm. of present, preventing people to being being in uh, football it's all about policing for me I think have you ever been to a standing <coughs> game only in like the lower divisions because I've never actually been to one not not even like mm. no not even no not even lower league. Uh, Hartlepool in the town end. That was well, that was fun. I well, mean, was it, it would, good it though? Get, Did you prefer it? Yeah, and it would. And also, if like your mates were down one end, you'd sort of go. You could sort of stand where you wanted and stuff without stewards tutting at you and stuff. And yeah. you didn't necessarily need. And you know, you didn't worry about so much about um, about seating. Obviously, you don't worry about seating at all. Yeah. But like, oh, I need to get three seats here. I need to get two seats here if all my friends mm. want to come and stuff. And you could just get together, and it was more. You was felt it, closer to the team. Yeah, you felt. You know, if if you wanted to ease off and go somewhere else, it would get packed from time to time, and it wouldn't. It would be times when it was just genuinely unpleasant Farts, cigarette burns, etc, etc well, I just... wouldn't have a cigarette burn <laughs> And ban farting But you know, it's just like the, I could, I can, I, There's more tales that I can tell about being in the town <laughs> in the, Like at uh, Hartlepool yeah. Than, you know, being an all-seater Stadium part on Advent Calendar Man yesterday You know, you, mm, yeah. there's, there, there's more funnier things happening so. Have you were really nostalgic for an era you had no part in? <laughs> well, no, no, I'm, I'm intrigued <laughs> no, but I'm intrigued because so many football fans um, Who are a little bit older Do talk about standing Yeah in, in, in with very rose tinted spectacles um, and, and it does seem like it's something that um, people our age or, or a bit younger certainly have, have missed out they on. stand in their living rooms now when watching it on TV I, they could do but, yeah. it's all, but it's also one of those things where like I think like Newcastle fans are, are roundly um, put upon to sit down in every single match it, it doesn't matter like they, they well, never they sit down yeah, they exactly. stand all the time they do. so it, it kind of makes a mockery of the whole system really mm. but it's just kind of <laughs> yeah Fulham they but, but they, get fi- they get they get fined every single season that they don't, they're not standing and stuff and there's different <laughs> rules we put in and stuff it's just that's just money know. out of Ashley's pocket so there's, there's, there's <laughs> kind of a, can all of them fit into their seats Pete there we go there we go <laughs> <laughs> excellent well nice little chat about standing there I think you'll all agree, and if not, then tough luck at staying in. There's enough cameras are crying out loud. If you got the netting thing, like if yeah. you're going to throw something, you could just put loads of cameras in the ground. And, you know, you if could. somebody does something, mm. and that would defeat racism to a certain extent, that would defeat all kinds of horrible mm. nastiness. It's just, it's just spending the money on you know policing it correctly. I think force fields. Force fields. Yeah, force fields is the way forward but, but that's your solution to most things Jim yep. <laughs> uh, right then the SPL we're going there damn you horse fields um, uh, <laughs> Celtic they won a game that was probably because they weren't at home um, a, a league game I should say they beat Kilmarnock 3-1 away uh, they did win a home game in the Champions League they're through to the knockout phase doesn't happen often. it's happened before though and uh, they've done haven't they done well in the words of Bruce Forsyth yeah, they've done well I'd like uh, to say I'd really, really like imagine like if they did a run he, like it would be incredible run. they're doing it mate yeah, well, <laughs> doing a run but, now but, but, and mean, there are enough teams that have dropped out of decent a, quality a favourable draw yeah you know they got a chance but um <laughs> Samaras dived didn't he yes he did <laughs> <laughs> do you mind or you, uh, 
I'm pro diving this week, weirdly. Really. <laughs> 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 I've, I've long been saying England should embrace cheating, but that's by the by, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it, was, it happens, doesn't it? It happened. It's, um, I mean, they were rather fortunate, Celtic, because Benfica had chances yeah. against Barcelona. They brought yeah. on Messi to go and sort it out, and then he went off injured. Mm. And Benfica, I mean, if, if you're a Benfica fan, then you would be livid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, great win for Celtic, and, 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 and through they go, and they're going to have a great time. Um, as I say, if they, a, a good draw. I mean, imagine if they get the quarters. Oh, yeah, I mean, lovely. but you know, those, they're going to have two very difficult games, whoever they play, because the course, quality is, is such now that they will be hard. But, but if, you, if you look at the Champions League um, uh, and who are the teams in it, you know, Barcelona. Well, they've already done them over. <laughs> exactly, unbeatable. It fancy yeah. them in the final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not a Celtic Park, though. Um, uh, it's. Uh, I mean, Barcelona's the big boys. Um, Real Madrid will be there, but I mean, uh, it, it really is. Dare I say, uh, the most open tournament for a few seasons. Is it delish, Marcus? It, uh, not quite delish. We'll see what the draw is. <laughs> Add some that. salt. They're, they're, Add some mould and sea salt. I'll be using the word. Delish for it. <laughs> oh, a little oh, private joke there, ladies and gentlemen. Let, let us have it, please. Um, <laughs> well, we have. Um, uh, yeah, what so happens when you're off, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> you've uh, uh, you've thrown me Champions League. Um, but even uh, would it be ridiculous to say that could a team like PSG win it? You know, Zlatan's on form. You know, you've got some good players there. Um, I would be surprised if that happened. I'd be surprised if any sort of like newly moneyed club could win it straight away. Shakhtar? I mean, uh, well, I don't think Shakhtar are going to win it. Shakhtar, I think well, they're certainly capable of putting a run together. But it's so difficult to call this without seeing what the draw is. Um, I Marcus Devil's Advocate Shakhtar <laughs> <laughs> No No Marcus No <laughs> but, I mean what is interesting Is how well um, Is how well Malaga uh, Have done And how well PSG have done mm. And in contrast To how City have done Yeah You know because Money, It's very similar situations But they've managed To just keep it together Money sometimes works <laughs> Is what you're suggesting <laughs> Spend it on Zlatan <laughs> True enough Right um, Hang on Back to the SPL Don't think we forgot about it Because uh, it was the Dundee Derby mm. Dundee Derby The closest uh, Um uh, Derby in, in world football or something like that the stadium the stadiums are right next to each other oh, right, yeah. okay. they're on the same road aren't they Rem- alarmingly close I mean, why, I, why would you do that you could kick a football <laughs> from one to the other I'd say why, why would close. you suddenly go oh, we, let's, let's put our club right there maybe they both the turned up and sort of bagsied that area yeah, <laughs> we're not moving we're just well, stubborn right quick first one to finish and they can't <laughs> finish at the same time how do, like, sh- do shops have like an affinity to a particular You'd have to the genuinely mu- work yeah. out the, the exact well, right point between the two. Well, it'd be more pubs, wouldn't it, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Where, where, where the pubs? Home, home fans you... only, away fans only. Yeah. Lovely. Um, Is this a result of some just, just odd tectonic plate shift, though? <laughs> what? Did one, one of them start two. off in another country and I just mean, sort of end up grew another right head. next door to the Dundee Stadium? <laughs> it would be enormously enjoyable if it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been there for millions I of feel, years. I feel that Dundee and Dundee United <laughs> have always been quite close, but, um, <laughs> but um, Dundee United did a brilliant win for them, three 0 I've only been to Tannadice. I haven't been to um, Dens Park. Forgive me if that's wrong. I think that's right. Um, <laughs> but yes, you, but it, it is so close. It's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely. Ridiculous. Maybe someone can email in, tell us the pub situation there. Mm. Yeah, something like that. Um, Hearts won two. 2-0 against Craigie Brown's um, Aberdeen uh, <coughs> Hearts are still um, having a bit of trouble um, but it was uh, to Inverness's uh, benefit because uh, old Inverness Cali beat Hibs 3-0 Terry Butcher's men performing very well of late and they are in uh, second place but uh, still three points off Celtic and the Celts have a game in hand All right. so it's 
Yeah, no, I, I don't want to say Celtic are running away with it because they're clearly not. Jim shrugging, but uh, <laughs> but they've still got the distraction of the Champions League, so this could yeah, well, go this, on. That's what I started to say earlier, that's, that's two games there where they could yeah. be groggy afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so Imanes Cali have just got to keep on winning. Yeah, come on, Cali. Come January, come January, it could still just be a three or six point gap. <laughs> I, tell you, I tell you something, I've not seen the likes of it. Um, well, let's go to the league then, uh, where uh, Barcelona they beat Real, but it's two one away. That's not the story, though, is it? Yeah, big shit. Um, <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> Lionel Messi who scored uh, his eighty uh, fifth and eighty sixth uh, goal goals in this calendar year. Broke uh, Gerd Muller's record of eighty five goals yeah, in eight. And it's a Muller long said. YouTube watch. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see what Gerd Muller said? He was like, he, what, he just sort of woke up from <laughs> from his. Uh, slumber and just thought, oh, yeah brilliant nice one mate no, he, he's, he was delighted for Messi yeah, he brilliant was. he said the only thing wrong with him is that he doesn't play for Bayern Munich oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's such a German <laughs> wonderfully <gang>. German <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, lo- I love the fact um, <laughs> with, with Gerd Müller he's obviously a man of a bit of well I don't know the guy what he gets up to so forgive me if anybody not, not, not at the know. moment no but um, we went to uni then <laughs> uh, did you not know Gerd Muller? <laughs> I didn't Lovely guy oh, I wondered who kept me out of the team <laughs> and, uh, um, uh, He hasn't commented on any of this But they've dragged these quotes out of him you know, Whereas as I say You go to South America What do you say though? It's just kind of like uh, Yeah <laughs> I, mean, you've got I had options. it for a fair while If he's yeah. still got it As long as I've had it years. Are they trying to make him Be a dick about it <laughs> yeah, but I think they're just so Sign me up <laughs> I'm getting this record back but This is what I'm saying They're so used to, to So many other footballers Piping up If they've got some kind of achievement That's still relevant <laughs> Big good He doesn't give a damn Does he yeah. Doesn't give a damn um, Zlatan did comment On, on Messi's record breaking feat By saying I too would get 90 goals If I were given penalties As referees give them away To Barcelona Ouch. <laughs> I'd love to see What Messi's penalty stats are Because yeah, he doesn't strike me that they get more very few else. I mean it, <laughs> you know in 86 goals <laughs> if seven of them are penalties do you know what I mean <laughs> um, oh, and he did miss that one against Chelsea as well so yeah could have, could have been one more <laughs> it could still games be, to go it could still so. be wouldn't it be amazing if he got 90 oh, it's <laughs> completely likely be much better than 86 well, it, it, it seems like he gets at least a brace in every game yeah what about Falcao though? He got five. <laughs> yeah. so He's bringing up the rear. Pretty yeah. amazing to stand out on that day, isn't it? But <laughs> really, yeah. Did you see the variation of the goals is absolutely incredible. He's got one. everything, hasn't My he? My favourite one was um, a sort of point blank range, t- t- kind of really almost violent diving header, yeah. pretty much on the line. Uh-huh. It's just oh. scary, unstoppable, <laughs> enamoured. <laughs> I'm enamoured with but the man. But he's, he could be. Um, you know, a hero in a Hollywood film. Do you know what I mean? He's got that power yeah. and that kind of uh, uh, aggression and all, all that kind of stuff, but. He does it in a in a in a kind of a good way, you know. Yeah. You wouldn't be scared of him <laughs> no. in, in, a, in a kind of Your a team Falcao. Yeah, exactly. Team Radamel. Exactly. He uses his uh, powers for good. Absolutely. Exactly. Five goals to the good. Well, six <laughs> goals they won by six nil against them. Um, Deportivo. Um, so Atletico Madrid, they're, they're still in second place. Still in second still place. There. Diego Simeone the, doing wonders. The Cali of the league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twinned. Madrid <laughs> twinned with uh, Inverness. Um Real Madrid, they won 3 2 away to Valladolid. Nice to see um, Ozil on the score sheet mm. there. He got two, didn't he? He did get two. The second one was amazing. Actually, uh, both pretty good. Manucho uh, got the two goals to Valladolid as well. Oh, yeah. He's like 29 years old. I thought he was much younger than That's that. That's right. 
He played what a couple of games for United. Yeah, like that. that's the Ramble Spanish team, isn't it? We have a little... uh, it's your Spanish team. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know what mine is. I'm up for grabs on that. Um, uh, Levante beat Mallorca four 0 Levante up in six. Obviously, we talked about them quite a lot last season. Yeah. Um, so they're still up there, trundling along, trundling along. Don't they didn't they didn't do a Manchester City and rest on their laurels today? No, they didn't. <laughs> damn right, they never. If you look at those two teams, it's definitely Levante that are coming out as the winners. <laughs> <laughs> some odd comparisons this week you did it but I'm enjoying it um, uh, right then before we go to international football Bundesliga um, amazing win for Wolfsburg um, down mm. in the uh, relegation zone uh, in, in the Bundesliga away to Wigan-esque yeah away to Borussia Dortmund they won 3-2 um, but is, uh, Wolfgang Stark who was the referee apologised afterwards for incorrectly sending off Marcel Schmelzer um, for a perceived handball on the line strange that you get a referee apologising nice to see that. that yeah very yeah, nice yeah, to see nice and nice to see anybody called Wolfgang quite frankly yeah. <laughs> we can all agree on that um, Wolfgang. Where are you sorry? I'd love a Wolfgang. Oh, I thought you knew one. I was going to ask you about him, but we can't because you don't know. No, I mean a gang of wolves. Oh, right. Okay. Well, an entirely different thing, but um, we'll see what we can do. Uh, Hanover, they beat Bayer Leverkusen 3-2. Sydney Sams failed to score again. Oh, God. I'm thinking <laughs> that he too was pissed, isn't he? Oh, he needs <laughs> to spend less time in that saloon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beginning to think he's just a flash of a pan type of footballer. <laughs> <laughs> a little spittoon. Uh, Schalke, Schalke. The big story for me <laughs> coming out of Schalke is that they're offering fans um, a chance to uh, die. To, to be, well, kind of is what they're doing. After they're dead, they're not going to kill them, but to be buried um, in their new stadium-themed cemetery. Um, there's nearly <laughs> 2,000 Say that again Let's let this sink in Stadium fe- Not the stadium Stadium, stadium themed, themed Cemetery, cemetery. With floodlights Does that have standing? It's oh. to be propped up Forevermore oh. On the terraces Come on <laughs> they, No they're to be buried There's right. over nearly 2,000 plots um, <laughs> And uh, plots start At the um, At the fair price Of uh, nearly 5,500 euros I, ju- I just think But just, uh, According uh, to the club the, the closer you want to be To the centre circle The more the price goes up mm. How did anybody get investment For this I've no idea. Endeavour. I mean, so I've got, I've had, I've had a brilliant idea. Get out of my office. Yeah. <laughs> a themed graveyard. Out. We need money. What have you got? <laughs> Does April the first come on a different date in Germany? He must do. He absolutely must do. So, uh, so yes. Now then, uh, we go to the international footballing arena, <clears throat> and more specifically, Eastern Europe. Okay, um, Ukraine. They uh, they're in need of. Yeah, of a still need, need to manage it, don't they? Yeah, so uh, that's not been announced. So we shouldn't really speculate, should we? Really, uh, FIFA using goal line technology. I've heard that the Ukraine are in talks with Sven. What? Right. <laughs> Speculation <laughs> come me. from anywhere. This is no, they are. They're it's actually, definitely you, Mark. This is not is it you. <laughs> I put my Sven mask on. Is it you? I'm asking you point blank. Are you seeding these stories in the press so you well, can keep talking uh, about your favourite balding smoothie? <laughs> Hasn't he already got a job? <laughs> You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, he was out in Thailand or something, I don't know. He's, he's probably got about three jobs on the go. But he only tells the tax man he's got one. Um, so yeah, he's in the frame... Uh, <laughs> Live on the one you love, dear, clearly. I'd like to diss myself from just Marcus in general, because he won't talk to him a fucking Sven. <laughs> this is me. I, I, I look at the, what's going on in the football world, and Sven won't go away. All right? You know, Luke could be more horrible to you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Opposite, right. Opposites attract. Luke. That's all I'm saying. Next new story. Actually, Luke, um, save up your response, and next week <laughs> we'll, we'll clip that out and play it again. Goal line technology in the Marcus. World Club Cup. 
Uh, yeah, I'm in favour of it. Luke, yep. don't yes. talk about this next week because we'll just argue about it again. <laughs> um, but you know, it's, it's purely for goals, isn't it? It's, uh, they're testing Hawkeye, and is it goal ref? Goal the ref, one, the, the German one. The goal That's ref a microchip. One, yeah, you, in the ball. needs a special ball, doesn't it, or a um, and some sort of magnetic low field magnetic around the goal. waves around the goal. But Hawkeye claims to be passive, from what I know about it, and um, yeah, test them out. All we need now is some um, you know, phantom goals. What does passive mean? What do you mean? Just like? in that it's you know it makes no difference to anything. It's no. just the cameras in the goal, and that's it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So okay. uh, both of them can apparently give you a decision within a second, and it is just for goals, isn't it? So it's not going to be sort of offside decisions or penalty decisions or whatnot. No. It's just going to go. Beep. So is it? Goal, so I is presume. it? All oh, right. Okay. So is it kind of? But surely, like the Hawkeye in tennis goes beep. Uh, but only when you contest it, is that right? Or is it? Does it only beep at a certain times? Or like? I, I don't no, know. I don't think it beeps. Oh, oh, but what I'm saying is that the decisions take a little bit longer than a second to actually get to anyone, or no? They, they show it on the screen, don't they, in tennis? Mm. Yeah, they I actually show strongly it. Strongly doubt they'll be doing that in football. <laughs> yeah, <I don't laughs> really It'd be amazing, that. though, wouldn't <laughs> it? That would be cause riots. It actually would. Even and, though it's and, in, like irrefutable, and yeah. you'd be able to pinpoint the very millisecond when the ball crosses the line and what the player's faces look like as the ball just goes in. This is the moment when the ball went in, and this is what that player was doing at that exact. I'm for it. Actually. Yeah. I'm for it. <laughs> Exciting. Um, so yes, the World Club Cup is underway, um, but the uh, the big boys are not yet involved, but they will be soon. Mm. I like the World Club Cup. It's sort of like I futuristic do. football. Yeah, I don't when know. the whole world is just one big league and everyone's like, everyone travels <laughs> via like a new kind of Concorde or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, those tubes <laughs> in Futurama. <laughs> Platini, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Euro 2020. That's going to have a bit of a facelift or a makeover, even. Um, a, a Euros for Europe. Uh, Am I already for Europe? I think so. But yeah, he, he's. So he's been on MD 2020 by the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's 24 teams. There will be 24 teams in France um, next time round in yeah. 2016. Ooh, 64 for 2020, right? Is that every team? <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah, make yeah. this worse as much as we can. And a few from outside Europe. Um, yeah, like 20, Eurovision. 20, <laughs> 24 teams, um, but it's going to be played across 13 cities. Yes. So fans will like that, according to Platini. <laughs> There'll be less travelling, and the sponsors bloody love it as well. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's kind of the telling. Like, it's horrible going, that they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a great idea that Azerbaijan people need our nonsense. They yeah, really do. Exactly, it. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Thomas yeah, Cooper. Marketing spends go a little bit longer, a little mm. bit wider when, mm. uh, you know. You just look at how much money the Champions League makes and stuff like that. Oh my yeah. goodness. But, uh, is that what they're trying to do, do you think? Just trying to replicate the revenue stream of the Champions League? Surely Euro to make more. It's just one big chunk of money, surely. Mm. I don't it's, know it's, I, it takes a lot of the magic way of, of actually gaining the Euros. But, you know, it, I guess. I mean, the, mag the magic of winning a, a, an international or a European tournament can only go to it can only go to one uh, country at the end of the day, I suppose. Mm. I mean, they used to do this with the Euros, I think, back in the day. Um, it wasn't. It was, I think, it was in the eighties that it became a centralised mm. tournament, or maybe mm. they experimented. Um, but uh, the tournaments were smaller, weren't they? So oh, they were much smaller, of course. I mean, uh, you know, there's an argument to be said. I mean, you look at Portugal when they had the Euros; they built new stadia, yeah. and now they can't fill the grounds. There was a lot of arguably yeah. wasted money. That kind of thing might be going on. But I mean, and do you necessarily go out for the whole month? Do you like do yeah. you, if you if you or the, yeah. or the, or the few I think you'd, you'd have you'd have less of an option of doing that, I suppose. Um, but I mean, in Ukraine, where, Ukraine's such a massive country. Like, there were people having trouble getting around that? You know, it's like mm. it. You, it's quite difficult to get around some of the countries anyway. Mm. So, but then you know, it might even be the case that if you are following your team, you do you don't travel any more. You mm. know. But then having been out to Ukraine when we went, it was bloody excellent. Yeah, but it yeah. would still be excellent, wouldn't it? Like wherever well, you went, because you'd have that presence of, of the of the of the fans 
in your group and mm. you know and branding absolutely everywhere which yes yeah, I, I suppose we, like it when, almost seems like it's as much part of it as anything else now, yeah when we've been in sort of competitions video. yeah when we went to uh, Johannesburg it was only the teams that played in that you know that particular area that yeah. was really visible and stuff and obviously we were over, the, over there for the final as well and uh, also in Ukraine it was on again it was only Ukraine um, and Sweden it, yeah France Ukraine Sweden really yeah we didn't we didn't much. see France yeah. at all yeah, I suppose so are we agreeing with Platini surely <laughs> um, we don't know what we think he doesn't know what he thinks yeah so in a way yes <laughs> uh, well before we go we must talk about René Higuita just quickly um, he's been in India recently he was playing for an Indian All-Stars team as he would against the Brazilian All-Stars team um, which included Bebeto Dunga and ex-middles Roman Janinho is it, isn't Bebeto like in public office now uh, it's like Nadine Dorries yeah he just, <laughs> <over again. laughs> he just took the weekend off yeah. he's taking advantage of his constituents um, basically Higuita stole the show by executing his famous scorpion kick at the age of 46 46 was it impromptu was it kind of like somebody did I don't know I just saw a couple of stills of it but right. he's right up there I mean yeah. the athleticism for a 46 for any man any age especially I feel sorry for his vertebrae in his lower back as a, a man of advancing years uh, he'll be alright but uh, well done to that right now let's move on to Pete's game after this good news ramblers we have a betting partner and our betting partner William Hill are offering to match any sporting bet from £10 to £25 when you a listener to the Football Ramble open a new William Hill sports account Go to thefootballramble.com slash William Hill to find out more and claim your free bet now. Pete's game. Get Ooh. ready. You've got a, an increased chance of winning Hang again on. because Luke isn't here. You're just calling it Pete's game now. No, I'm not calling much. it Pete's game. I've not run out, thank you very much. I've okay. got at least three. <clears throat> Pete at thefootballramble.com. <laughs> <laughs> the Crystal Palace Maze. Yes. That, that's good. I love the Crystal works, Maze. Works. Works. <laughs> Right, press silence, please, for the clues. Gentlemen, I'm the only foreign player in history to score a, hit, a hat-trick rather for Fenerbahce against uh, Galatasaray in the derby. Stop. Kevin Campbell. No. Damn. <clears throat> I've also played... <laughs> Kevin Pressman. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Pressman. Oh, What's well, one of the greatest penalties <laughs> of all time in the shootout between Sheffield Wednesday and Wolves? Previous. If anybody knows Previous. that penalty... They ne- He's a goalkeeper. I've, he's a goalkeeper, gents and ladies. Uh, I've also played in France, South Korea, Saudi Arabia, Spain, France, and England. Stop. Is it Nicholas and Nelka? No, uh, it is not Nicholas and Nelka. Oh. He's been around though. Did he play in Turkey? Yeah, that's a question. <laughs> no, he, time, he did. He did play in Turkey. Yeah. Um, Karen Brady once confused me with Ron Atkinson's presumably Caucasoid son. Ron Atkinson. Yes. Ooh. Stop. <laughs> Dalian Atkinson. It is Dalian Atkinson. Oh! <laughs> because she's an idiot. <laughs> wow. It's in there. She asked, uh, she wants Ross, uh, asked uh, Ron Atkinson, uh, it must be weird um, having to play your son. Have you seen him? <laughs> <laughs> he looks very different, Karen. Yeah. Uh, I won the very first match of the day Premier League uh, goal of the season competition. Oh, oh yeah, Wimbledon. Yeah, it took, yeah, took yeah. everyone around. That is a then, magnificent And then goal. executed a 20-yard chip. That, oh. is, that is one of the greatest goals yeah. in, in English football. I think it got yeah. voted the top ten, what, in the top ten Premier League and, goals. And, and that was when Selhurst Park was still half of being built. Is that right? No, no, that that was, right? was that Plough Lane or was it Selhurst Park? Uh, it was 92, 93, so whatever. Ooh. It was one of the two, certainly. Um, but there's an amazing bit where he celebrated and a fan comes on who looks a bit like... Uh... Ron Atkinson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but he's got an umbrella and he holds it over him to shield him from the rain. <laughs> ah, that's lovely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I played for, uh, for Aston Villa from 1991 to 1995. Mm-hmm. Dillian Atkinson. 
Alright. Alright. Modern spells. Oh, let's have a profile. Should we have a profile? Let's have a profile. Let's do it. This week we've got a beautiful boy who goes by the name <laughs> Beautiful Boy. <laughs> beautiful Boy. Oi, don't disagree with me. It's David Ginola. David Ginola. What what a man. What a What a beautiful man. David Desire. Mark Ginola. His middle name was Desire. I don't know. According to some people. <laughs> uh, if it's not, it should be. Born on the 25th of January 1967. Just six ah, months. Just six months before yeah. the summer and I've had. Yeah. My Oof. goodness. It couldn't have happened without him. Egg. I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, another of the Premiership's uh, early uh, foreign stars. Pioneers. Pioneers. Le Magnifique. Mm. As he, he was. Uh, I remember he was linked with Arsenal for ages and ages before he came to England. I'm still glad he never played for us. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, even I don't now. now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, at the age of forty-five, I think, uh, started his career at, um, at Toulon in uh, 1985. And made a bit of a name for himself down there as a teenage prodigy. He was there for a few years. Moved on to Racing Club de Paris, and then Brest in the French First Division or League, <clears throat> as uh, we call it. Um, and then in '92. He signed for Paris Saint-Germain, which is really where the rest of Europe, for my money, um, yeah. started to notice him. Because he, he had a couple of games against Barcelona in the Champions he, he League. Did, didn't he did, yes. He roasted them. Played yeah. really, really him well. Him and uh, George Weyer. Yeah, God. They, they, they got to the semi-finals. Um, 94-95 I think it was. was that kind of like when his international career like yeah. s- happened and then stalled massively <laughs> indeed indeed <laughs> um, well at, at PSG um, you know very entertaining style of play lit up lit the, uh, a nice sponsor yeah Seemed weird <laughs> is that right mm. uh, very the, the, European very European the Parc des Princes uh, bloody loved him mm. Uh, he won the French Cup while at PSG was named French Footballer of the Year and Players Player of the Year in 94 um, it wasn't all roses for Ginola in France of course his time with the national team all but came to an end um, quite cruelly really. I mean, he only got 17 French caps um, for a player of his quality mm. he should have at least double yeah. that um, but the, but the, the, the moment was uh, uh, when France were playing Bulgaria at home in their final game of their uh, World Cup qualification campaign for USA 94 it was France only needed a point. Mm. They went one goal up. Uh, Bulgaria pegged them back, so it was one all. Um, France had a free kick right in the corner, right at the death. Uh, you know, seconds to go, and the ball was passed to Ginola. And he, people say he should have just kept the ball in the corner. Mm. Yeah, but he tried to cross it. I think it was Cantona in the centre, and he, and he mm. hit it. You know, a yeah, bit over his it. head. Sorry, he overhit it. He, he did, yeah, yeah. And it went to the Bulgarian right fullback, who then passed it. Who had everything to do? Who had yeah. everything <laughs> to do? Who then had the whole field of play in front of him? <laughs> um, he then passed it. I think someone knocked over the top. Guy comes in, bang, scores. Mm. Two one. France, are, France are out of the, the qualification. What Jean should have done was covered every other position on the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> this to me is 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 one of the um, biggest moments in football of, of where someone has been has made a scapegoat. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, like really, shocking. really shockingly. Yeah, really bad. I mean, Gerard Julio was was in charge of, of the French side and so what happened was if you haven't seen the goal yes it was that went to the full back but of course he's played it forward the, the ball zipped around a bit in the midfield then there's a lovely ball over the top that, that bypasses the French full back um, Kostadinov I think it is nips mm. in well, and then thunders the ball brilliantly in off the bar from well, we saw how good that Bulgarian, Bulgarian team was in, yeah. in USA 94 you know they're a great great team yeah but for that moment I mean, presumably there were some moments previously in the campaign that didn't quite go to plan, hence yeah. they needed a draw mm. to, to, to go through. And 
Julio blamed the whole thing against you know I think he said he committed a crime against the team and he hardly played for the national yeah. side that's again. outrageous for a manager to say it, that it's, that's it's, so then, poor from but, Julio but then you also look at like like Cantona's international career wasn't really that much to true but, 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 but Cantona was because he was a bit of a bad boy mm. and his reputation went down you know it, it's similar not quite similar but say someone like Joey Barton kind of talked his way out of more England caps you know and yeah, he'd do yeah. silly things mm. that was more Cantona was, was this was it was it was one know, specific incident mm. exactly and it was it was piss poor management who just blamed him for mm. um, for, for that really but like nearer the nearer the end of his career like when he when I'm sure when he um, he joined Spurs and stuff you've mm. got to remember how strong that French team were, were oh true yeah well, in 98 they didn't certainly. necessarily need him as <clears throat> much as he did when he was when he actually committed that yeah, a but crime it's against mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but he should more have more than seventeen caps. I think. Yes, I think that's fair um, but back at PSG, they had an assembled an excellent side. They won uh, the league for only the second time in the club's history. But you think of PSG being one of the big sides. Oh, okay, they've had a lot of money recently. But I think it was that team that mm. made people, perhaps of our age, think, think PSG that, yeah. uh, are a big side. So they reached semi final of the Champions League, uh, beaten by um, I think it was Capello's Milan. Um, uh, but Ginola was great um, I- I- in that tournament. Um, so in, in 1995, I think he'd had enough of France and was ready for a move. And Kevin Keegan signed him for, for Newcastle United. It's interesting. I mean, the, the only parallel with that, I suppose, or the most obvious parallel, is after France 98, when David Beckham was sent off for kicking Diego Simeone, mm. and he was made a scapegoat of as well. But he rode it out, didn't he? But that first, yeah. you know, but that's a little bit more next season. Uh, you know, obviously they yeah. went on to win the treble, but like mm. and England are bereft of a, <laughs> an excellent yeah, talent. He as went well. through some. <laughs> Some real shit, David yeah, Beckham. Yeah. Ginola just wasn't having it; just went straight away. It's mm. interesting. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, a little bit after, but yes, it was reasonably soon after. Um, but he dazzled the northeast of England on many occasions. Did he not, Pete? I, I liked him as a footballer <laughs> and, a, and a friend. And in, <laughs> he's unaware of that, but um, <laughs> he was an integral part of the entertainers team that we profiled them um, not that long ago. Scored a few decent goals. It's, yeah, it's, it's safe to say against Manchester United, a lovely one. Yeah, in the, in the yeah. five nil. Yeah. But it's the one against Ferenc Varos, which you want to talk about. Just lovely. Just, <laughs> I think it, it starts off as a corner. It yeah. comes to him. He takes it on his knee. Mm-hmm. A defender is approaching at speed. He drags a volley across the defender's body, yes. leaving him with loads of space to just open up his body and execute a glorious left foot volley, I do believe, into the top right-hand corner. In off the bar, thank you very much. <laughs> 4-0 to Newcastle, that match ended, I do believe. But uh, what, what, what a goal. What a goal. Asprey scored two. He couldn't get in the headlines. No. <laughs> there was only one headline that day, as it tends to be, Jim. Um, it was an f- incredible play, Ginola. Um, touch of the Berbatovs. Mm. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. For, for, for that position for that was winger. kind of all about spe- uh, all about um, speed back in the day you, know, yeah. you had your Keith Gillespie on the other wing and him would just be like just dawdling up the left yeah. Yeah. just kind of like tricky taking it yeah just basically step whip across in as well yeah definitely um, something but, just artistic by the way yes it's mm. beautiful mm. but him like him and like Les Ferner linking up to us oh, it's just Lovely, lovely, right, lovely. <laughs> moment. <laughs> I love these moments. <laughs> he gets a bit <laughs> flustered. Um, Nick, Nick Golo. After his first away game um, for the club, it was away to Sheffield Wednesday. And they were on the coach home. They'd won well. Ginola had scored. Lovely goal. Uh, Newcastle were top of the league. Um, it's my favourite. It's probably one of my favourite footballing stories. Think? Uh, it's, it's got everything. It's got a sort of real sort of like. I've misjudged this, <laughs> which I love. Oh, am I not meant to do that here? It's kind of, um, so it's a job well done, um, and they're all pleased with themselves. And Ginola said he um, 
when he played for PSG he'd have a, a cigarette before and after the game and so uh, he was on the team bus I mean he's not even waiting for the coach you know he's on the coach sitting at the back and he's thinking ah you know, I think we've done well today. So he so he he, he sparks up a cigarette, and the team are just like, ah, what, what's he doing? And they're like, Gaffer, Gaffer, look what's happening in the back. And so uh, Keegan, David, he's having a ciggy. <laughs> <laughs> so Keegan uh, had a little word with him, basically saying, no, no, David, uh, footballers in England don't don't smoke. So, uh, but they don't do it on the team. But, but, but you know, I like, noticed he said that on the way home, the coach stopped at a fish and chip shop, and everyone got like a fish supper and a chocolate. <laughs> you know, he's just like, hang on. There was an unsavoury incident in a lay-by. <laughs> <laughs> you get it in it, so. <laughs> Bloody hell. You're getting it in Terry McDermott's hair, for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it already stinks. Oh, dear. <laughs> but, um, but he was brilliant for Newcastle, wasn't he? I just, he just, he just, gl- he, he glided, didn't he? Yeah. He didn't run, he glided. Glid. What a, what a what, but that touch of his, you know, again, we talk about Berbatov's touch. Yeah, it's true. Mm. He had that sort of ability to just suck the ball out of the air and yeah. just make it do what his brain said with his feet. Caress is a word you'd use with Reginald in so many different uh, ways. Um, it, like, Fernand didn't stay that long no, in Newcastle. No. Like, which it makes such it, an impact. Like, which shows again, games, yeah, yeah, like two seasons, was it? Because. Yeah. In my head, when I picture him, he's wearing a Newcastle. Yeah, he played more for Spurs, I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he did. Well, he, when, when Keegan left and Dalglish took over, it was never really going <laughs> to be a good fit, was <laughs> no. it? So Dalglish um, went on his way, um, uh, and uh, his fancy L'Oreal hair, hair uh, went for, for a move to Tottenham in 97, and he, he still loved out at White Hart Lane as well. Of I course. Mean, my goodness. He was um, great there. Scoring some great goals. He was goals. good. I've come to the conclusion. It's almost as if he's about to enter the Dean Windows Hall of Fame. Well, for that goal against Barnsley in the in the cup, he, he deserves it. Remember mm. that one? He was out on the left and just mm. thought, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. I'm it going was... past you. Yeah. I'm going past you. <laughs> I'm going past you. I'm going past you again. Yeah. What was great though, because he was obviously quite left footed, mm. he does everybody with the left. Like his proper yeah. in and out kind of job. Mm. And then it forced him on the right, and he actually finishes it quite nicely. It was w- almost. The defenders were almost lined up like it was a slalom. Yes. Like yes. a sort of perfect slalom goal. Absolutely. When, and when he sort of like used to smash the balls in, I think. Um, when like when I think it gave Lauren Robert Lauren Robert a lot more um, rope to hang himself with because I think it Lauren Robert made people remember David Ginola yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they sort of went oh we've got a brilliant left wing who can yeah. smash the ball in from anywhere <laughs> this is what we could have had <laughs> absolutely um, he won the League Cup at Spurs and won the Players Player of the Year the Football Writers Player of the Year in '99 at the age of 32 '99 yeah. loads of stuff happened in English football that year as we know yeah. Mm. Remind me. United did all right. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I it was a magical night in Barcelona, if I remember right. Yeah, that's right. I do apologise. Um, but yeah, incredible that you won both. As I say, at the age of 32, for not one of the, the top four sides as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely marvellous. Um, he left Spurs kind of against his wishes, really, in, in 2000. He was sold to Aston Villa. Um, and a- another interesting relationship with, with the manager John Gregory this time um, was struck up Gregory often commented about Ginola and the press and he, do you remember that time when he suggested that he was carrying a bit of excess weight mm. and soon after um, Ginola scored a great volley for if Villa if you would not let me smoke uh, I am I to lose this weight <laughs> <laughs> but he scored he scored a great volley for Villa and he removed his top and just flecked yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Balotelli-esque <laughs> 
<laughs> it was great. It really was. It really was. There's your excess away. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he played um, you know a fair few times. He Villa. wasn't a people person, was he, John Gregory? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he really wasn't. Not a man manager. Um, in 2002, um, he signed for Everton, but he was mid 30s now. Only played a, a handful of games there, and. I think was it David Moyes take over and he's not really a Moyes type of player no Moyes put a bullet in that horse's head yeah he did um, but he finished playing in 2002 and has done a bit of acting since uh, retiring uh, and also pops up every now and then um, in the football media world mm. Um, mm. But always a, nice to see him he well, really it? is yeah. pops up. does a bit of BBC does he do a BBC does a bit yeah, of BBC a bit of every now and then yeah you're right it is when you see him you think ah and he's still got that lovely accent as well mm. yeah um, beautiful voice yeah, beautiful, beautiful voice beautiful man beautiful playing style and then he comes to the Dean Windows Hall of Fame Average Dinner Lab ladies and gentlemen well kids that is the end of the show this week if you'd like to get in touch is the email address is show at thefootballramble.com the twitter is at footballramble and the website is thefootballramble.com there's all sorts of wonderful things and uh, t-shirts for Christmas Mm, yeah, get yourself over to the shop. I guess it's uh, our last um, ramble next Monday before Turkey Tuesday, isn't it? Turkey oh, yeah, Tuesday, I guess it will be. Yeah. Turkey, Turkey Tuesday, and of course the drinks are on uh, Saturday. Yes, so uh, have a look at the Facebook group uh, and all the rest to get some information about that. Mm. Should be a good. One. There we go. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye, Pete. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Pete. And it's goodbye from me, gang. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.